Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I know where it's at, and so do you by the looks of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. I'm Marcus, as if you didn't know, and I've got Pete with me. God, I miss the old sense. Luke is here. Same, all you right. You go to their shop. And Jim. Hello. Oh, hello indeed, Jim. Hello indeed. Right, uh, oh, hang on, Jose Mourinho is having a little moan that Eden Hazard has not won any awards yet this season. Still early. It's yeah. still early, <laughs> Jose. He's probably on for Are the big even one. Any? <laughs> do, you, do you reckon he is on for the big one? He could, well. He's, he's up there, isn't he? He's up I'd there. certainly say so, yeah. Well, if you could create an award that a professional footballer could win, what would it be, Jim? Well, um, my award would go to the person with the worst disciplinary record over the season, and uh, they'd win a bear. Because, you know, if you've suddenly got to look after a bear, you've got to do some growing up, haven't you, very quickly. <laughs> I like that. Learn yeah. some responsibility. Makes sense. So is it a cub or a, or a fully... No, it's a, it's a bear. 
I mean, you'd yeah. get time off when they hibernate, wouldn't you? You'd, yeah. You'd so have to help them pack it, it in with twigs and mud. It works because mm. all footballers at that level have got massive houses. I'm not, yeah. No excuses. No, I'm not sure Absolutely, it does work. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Come I'm not on. sure it does work because um, uh, presumably these players are quite dirty players if they are getting red cards left, mm. right, and central. Yeah. Um, so to tackle the bear, well, no, no pun intended there, the bears can be a bit aggressive. So mm. I think they might go in a bit hard on the bear. You think they'll go in hard on the bear? That we, you don't think they'll realise that the bear's bigger well, than them? We'll put yeah. it this way. Guys, you're... I think they'll go in hard on the bear. Once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's all a bear won't... needs. <laughs> yeah, they won't do it again. <laughs> One good dig. I've seen Grizzly Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'm saying is you've got a very um, aggressive man who's got a poor disciplinary record. You, mm. that you're then throwing him in a room or a house with a bear. It's tough, love. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Fairly certain it's against a lot of contractual obligations that the club have, uh, you know, you know, safety and stuff like that. Don't give bears to players. Stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I'm that's, that's, that's against. Uh, you know, Freddie Youngberg. Most, Freddie Youngberg couldn't be a fighter pilot or whatever. Didn't he want to be in Top Gun or something? Yeah, they can't. Oh, is that go, right? Mark Schwarzer couldn't go to. Um, to he couldn't fly to the moon. Yeah, right. he can't okay, go skiing yeah. either or anything like that. I don't mm. think he have to do that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think a, bear, a, a bear might well, contravene it. Mm. I think a bear we might have to look into it a bit. But you know, it's, the, the it's bear early days from a proposal. You could send a bear skiing. <laughs> there's a few, um, there's a few hurdles to to leap in there. I still yeah. like it. I still like it. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, an odd but good start. Mm. Luke, what have you got for us? I th- I thought of the Kevin Keegan Award for Mind Games. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so basically. Um, what we talked about this a couple of weeks ago it's very difficult now for the press the mainstream press to actually work out what's a mind game and what isn't mm. they seem to think any time a football manager says something that isn't completely in the ordinary yes. it's a mind game in mm. quotes so what we would need to do is actually get a panel together um, get Sir Alex Ferguson on it because he's not doing much anymore and he's yeah. he could, he good at it um, a few other managers a few players different bits and pieces a couple of psychologists actually dictate the parameters for a mind game <laughs> right then get a board together not a dubious goals panel yeah, but a dubious, dubious mind, mind games, games you know who yeah. should also be involved Richard O'Brien and Ed Tudor Paul who yes. uh, ran the Crystal Maze of, all over that well I, I, I can't get enough of Richard O'Brien so I'm mm. in total yeah, agreement and then, and then at the end of the season um, you would judge it on things like how effective the mind game was, yeah. what the result was, well, who won what because of the mind game, and then you would dish mm. out the Kevin Keegan award, and he would get to present it every season. That is a great. And he tip. said, "I love it that you've won this award." <laughs> yeah, well, and, and just uh, following on with something that Pete said. Um, and, and at the start of each press conference, when it's building, would um, O'Brien say, "Will you start the mind games, please?" <laughs> yes, yes. I like exactly. to think that Keegan would have to do a lap on a bike um, before he delivers it. There. Delivers it on the racer, yeah, comes exactly. up on the stage on a seventies racer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, a lot of pressure is... for Keegan. I see. Yeah. But now, yeah, because that's... the thing with that is, and people would know it was an award, and they would have a mind to actually try and win it, <laughs> and it would be a lot better. Yeah, because because it's just boring at the moment. A very well thought out answer there. Because Luke. do you not think that like. What, what Jose Mourinho said, he, I think he even said it this week, oh, we're not contenders for the title. It's just so obvious and transparent. And mm. Like, well, you are. So yeah. just don't yeah, be yeah. ridiculous. You know, you've got to think of something a bit more interesting. Everyone who starts in the league are contenders for the title in that they try and win as many games as they can. Absolutely. And I think uh, Mourinho should try harder. Like, and, and if this award was, was in place, he would. So he would probably do something ahead of a Chelsea-Arsenal game if Arsenal were second. Oh, I see Arsenal bought um, the value version of his orange juice this week. <laughs> Wonder why that is the press and have a wink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he's, he's checking yeah. what I'm buying my shopping. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Get under the skin a bit more. Going through my bins. That's, that's what going I'm talking through about. through my bins. Yeah. <laughs> he'll do whatever he's going through my bins. Do they even train? Do they need to? Are they this good? Oh god, we're yeah. going to lose. Yeah, I see how that works. Yeah, there you go. It's a vicious spiral <laughs> of despair. Arsenal's, Arsenal's still wearing that jacket and it's 15 degrees outside. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, what does Vengi, that tell you? Arsenal Wenger used to employ Thierry Henry. And what are his initials? TH, Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Oh, 
Whoa. 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 Pete, you, you, you'd win it. We're through the looking glass. Yeah. Damn right. There you go. Damn right. The um, Kevin Keegan Award for Mind It's game. a tough mm. one to follow, but Pete Donaldson, if there's anyone who can, you are that man. I think we all know that is uh, incorrect, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I would hand out at the end of the season the T-M-M-L-T-E-H-D-T-W-O-A-P. The Tamelda Wap. I'd hand out the uh, man most likely to electrocute himself during the wiring of a plug. <laughs> I thought that was in the Europa League. For particularly stupid footballers. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just, just men who just can't deal with life. Yeah. Just, you know, any <laughs> footballs, they drop perfume on their feet. A fiercely yeah. contested award. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's They're right. just particularly idiotic footballers. Mm. They, they'd get that every uh, season, so yeah. I like the sound. I, of think, I think all of these awards should really be who would have presented inaugurated this year. Not uh, that we're on the... Stephen Island. Stephen yeah. Island would be good. Come yeah. on, Jason McAteer. <laughs> Maybe Stephen Island's nan. McAteer was known as being... Well, Stephen Island's still playing, so it's difficult. But Jason McAteer mm. is well known as being the thickest man ever. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is that right? What I, about, I, um, I didn't know he had that reputation. Mm. Did Ian Walker um, try to iron his... Uh, Child. <laughs> you got our wrinkly. I've just been in the bath, Dad. Leave me be. Did he not try to iron his shirt while he was wearing Apparently it? Apparently so, yeah. yeah. I've heard, but that, I've, that's I've heard McAteer say some all, all sorts of stuff, like he um, famously apparently asked for only four slices in his pizza rather than eight because he wasn't as hungry to have eight. <laughs> it's like stupid shit like that. Yeah, yeah I quite like that. Yeah. Um, well, that, that, is a, that is a decent award, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I would... Uh, mine is a, a little bit more likely. Um, the, uh, the the Dink Award. This is the best Dink of the season. Mm. Which like I that. think it should be... Um, the Dink... The Fair Dinkum. Who would you name it after, though, Marcus? Carlos Vela. <sighs> Yeah, I suppose it could be the Carlos Vela because he does yeah. have a dink, doesn't yeah, he? he? I'd probably it. name it after myself, but you, <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, but I think that Luke Moore's got the point. Thanks, guys. To, uh, all excellent answers. I think yeah. mm. everyone listening to this broadcast will agree. But Luke, mm. that was uh, in, uh, particularly good. Um, now then, well, that's sorted. Let's go to the Premier League. Liverpool five, Arsenal one. <laughs> <laughs> My well, Gordon Benetting aunt. <laughs> when. Um, Liverpool came to the Emirates earlier in, earlier in the season. Yeah, um, we were the it, probably the only team in the Premier League that you know really effectively shackled Suarez and well stopped him from scoring. And you know we did that again. So, <laughs> <laughs> proud of them. Arsenal uh, going into that job game, done. Going into that game, Arsenal were the only team in the Premier League to stop both Sturridge and Suarez scoring in a game. Yeah. Not anymore. No, it was unbelievable. <laughs> Liverpool was, was sensational. They were. They were. They were. Skirtle was sensational. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> if he did that at the back, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your clearances were as good as your threats. <laughs> Just your, your threaty headers. <laughs> Jack Threaders. Wilshire aside, <laughs> you know, no one really emerges with any credit, and Wilshire just because you know he got stuck in out of pure frustration as much as anything else. Well, Ozil's coming for a lot of criticism. Yeah, he's. Um, he, Are you worried about Ozil a little, a little bit? Well, a, a little bit. I mean, he's a good player. Who's in some quite indifferent form? Like you know, there's, there's absolutely more to come from Özil. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is his first season in England. He's adjusting to it. I mean, his stats aren't that terrible. It's just of late he's kind of dropped off a little bit. I mean, he's always had sort of stamina issues. It's very rare that he ever completed ninety minutes for Real Madrid. So maybe that's part of the issue. Maybe the lack of winter break is, is you know, he's and it's quite a, a ferocious league at the moment, as we know. Yeah, um, but it is worrying because he's not the outlet that he's he's supposed to be. And you know, the injuries are starting to tell as well with, with players out. But the the, mo- the worst thing was the defence yesterday that just makes no sense they, it almost looks like they're, they're, they're a different group of people in Arsenal defender suits just <laughs> pretending to be them because it's Arsenal all been, over the place Arsenal have been very strong at the back this season mm. of course and to be 
torn to shreds. It, I just think they've really sort of um, bought their own lack of hype. Because, like, people are just going, yeah. they've got to fall away. Yeah. Like, nobody's pinning them, pinning their hopes on Arsenal, like, winning the title. But it's mm-hmm. just kind of, no. I think Arsenal have read that and thought, what? Yeah, we're probably going to mess it up, aren't we? And then they're just messing it up a bit. Do you know what Wenger said, the, the pre-match <laughs> team talk? Boys, you know that, that hiding that we're due? It could be today, could be today. <laughs> I can't I can't remember a side who were so relentless at starting football matches in the Premier League than Liverpool. My I mean, goodness. I mean, they... I don't know what they do in their what a front three. It's like they play. A, it's like they play a full game as a warm up, mm. and they just transfer straight into the actual game. Because I, th- I read a stat of going into this um, weekend's games, which said if if games was finished at half time in the Premier League, Liverpool would be top right, by yeah. some distance. But if if you just took the second half, they'd be about ninth. So there was a discrepancy between the first and second half performances. Yes, and so. I, w- I didn't actually see the game live. I watched it back later, but I was out and about, and I saw that they scored early a couple of times, first 10 minutes. I thought, okay, right, well, you're still plenty of time for us to peg them back, knowing this stat about the second half. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> it just carried on. Yeah. Like, carried on. And it could have been more. So many more. I, I, I think if you, if you watch Premier League years on Sky, where you go back to, even if you just go back to sort of 10 years ago, not, not anywhere near the start of the Premier League, maybe 10 years ago, it looks slower. Mm. And and so by that token, there's never been a team play with that intensity. Mm. I've never seen a team play with that intensity. And Arsenal were top of the league as mm. well. It's not as though they're playing against Fulham at home, which we'll come on to later. Yep. Right? <laughs> Liverpool are playing against top of the league. Well, this and is they it. blew them to pieces. Well, this Absolutely is, blew them to pieces. I mean, going on what Pete said, people are forgetting that Arsenal, well, they're not now, but they were top of the league. I mean, if, if Liverpool would have beaten Manchester City or, or Chelsea 5-1, that, that would have been outrageous. Yeah. And people, oh, it's outrageous. But it, but <laughs> it is, it's Arsenal. They have had a, a fabulous season and still have. I mean, one result doesn't suddenly no. say Arsenal are rubbish. They're only one point off the top. They just have to, they've got to beat United on Wednesday. Just They just have to. They do. But, I mean, Liverpool, that... Um, that the pace they play at, and the the, the, the uh, just how ferocious they are, they they've got a lot of energy in that side. Is what is what I'm trying mm. to say. I mean, Suarez, uh, as I think you mentioned before, Luke, he just runs and runs and runs, mm. and he's a constant um, harasser of the defenders. Sturridge has got a lot of stamina. Sterling, I mean, obviously he's a young yeah. lad, but he could run all day. Henderson with an absolute steal. Coutinho well, and Henderson, and and that's why obviously he's putting Gerrard further back because his stamina is not what it was. But he's still a, a think, guy who's I got think, a lot to offer. I think Brendan Rodgers just deserves immense credit. I mean, they haven't won anything yet, and and. Of course, getting into the top four will be an achievement from this season. Rogers has said in the past that you know he was looking at much more of a longer term plan for them, so he'll be he'll be obviously delighted. But the way he's he's managed those players, I mean, he took Coutinho away from Inter, who who everyone knew was really talented, but maybe never really reached the heights he could have done. And he's got yeah. him playing very well. And he's he, played him. He, he gives him a little bit more of a role in the centre sometimes, whereas at Inter he was very much a winger. Absolutely, I think. I, no, I think that's probably fair from yeah. what I saw. But the Sterling thing as well, you saw Sterling. Obviously, again, have the talent, but maybe not have the application or the focus or the drive. And Rogers um, has clearly just managed him so well individually. Well, another one put through the middle. He could be a really star- he could be a really good player for England. Well, absolutely. Uh, it, with this, I know it's very young. He's very young and it's early for him. But the way that he is playing and around those players like Sturridge, Suarez, Gerrard, and he's almost got every type of player around him mm. that, that he can learn from. And and for him to to not be part of the England conversation is it would be would be ridiculous. Well, I then think. he gets the England team and then doesn't play with any of those kind of quality players. Well, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, but, yeah. but could, goes, where's all the quality going? But could Sterling? I mean, Sterling could start for England. Yeah, I think these, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. at the moment. I mean, the, the friendly next month. I think it's next month will be will be interesting to see so what yeah, he does, especially in the absence yeah. of Walcott. 
Yeah, well, you, you'd have to. You'd have to have him in there. I think. I think. Sturridge, there's question marks over Townsend. There's question. You know, obviously Oxley Chamberlain. <laughs> he might not even play that role, but he's um, been injured. He's only just come back. Sterling is the man in form. Townsend's also been injured as well. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you say that, people. I mean, Sterling will possibly be playing with Sturridge and Gerrard in, in the England team. Mm. So he could, I mean, he'd have a bit of um, a bit of that. And Henderson run. maybe. Mm. Everyone's obviously everyone's raving about Aguero this season. Sturridge has got the same amount of Premier League goals as Aguero. Aguero's yeah. well, I was going to say out injured, but so is so Sturridge. They both, had, they both got fifteen Premier League goals, and they both had point. time out for injury. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess he's playing with um, Suarez as well, who have who has been scoring freely. So I guess mm. it's kind of like, well, you know, he's been able to take a few goals off him. They scored so many goals, mm. Liverpool. Yeah, they're Liverpool, really good. They, they really just good. look great to watch at Do the remember moment. Last season, there was some insane stat about how, how often they'd hit the woodwork. And it's, it's just like they're just putting them in now. Slightly adjusted <laughs> their radar. Exactly, yeah, just a, a minute tweak. And no, that does it, oh, that doesn't count. In. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> their pre-season was going into a little office, having their radars touched like a screwdriver in their brain, <laughs> and then off again. Do you know what I think it was? They played too many uh, um, <laughs> magical free-kicks Roberto Baggio's yeah. game, where, yeah. you, where it tallies up goals and, and uh, post-hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't get a post-for-post-hit. Yeah, yeah, strangely yeah. enough. And Rodgers has come in and gone, right, enough of this, that doesn't count for anything. Yeah. Goals only, please. Can he came in and just brought a couple of opticians in. First or second? First. It's second. <laughs> second. In the goal. Second. It's been interesting to see Rogers' development as like a top manager as well, isn't it? I mean, obviously yeah. he hasn't won anything yet, and, and he needs to win things to be genuinely considered um, a real contender. He's winning hearts bracket. and minds. But he is winning hearts and minds, and he has adjusted himself by you know, what he says and how his teams play to, to fit Liverpool. Mm. He's such a good. Uh, the great thing I love about Liverpool as well is that they've got a real identity about them. Yes, and the identity is already there because of the club there and how big they've been in the past and all this other stuff. But Roger, you know what? You always get to the point now where you know what a, a Brendan Rodgers team is, and that's really important for a top manager. And you know, if you think of, if you think of something like I don't want to have a go at Spurs, you know, for for no reason. But Spurs don't really have an identity at the moment, and it's, which is a shame because they could have. But obviously, they've decided to move on via Spurs and. They're sort of bit sixes and sevens and a bit mm. of a stopgap now. But f- the great thing for Liverpool fans is there's something they can really get behind. There's an idea, something tangible they can all support together and they know where they're going. And that mm. really helps when you have a couple of bad results because you think, well, you know, we've still got a project here, in quotes. You know, we can all get behind it. And know? I think it also um, it shows how uh, much a few really, really decent performances and some excellent, excellent results um, can save a manager from being a bit of a, a parody, a bit of a caricature. Because back in the last se- well, middle of last season, Brendan Rodgers was a bit of a laughing stock. Brent, yeah. he, he was a bit of a Brent character, and they played show. so. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't help. Yeah, we've, ad- we've adjusted our opinion now. <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows how how we've had our opinion radar how some excellent slightly. footballers can uh, help a manager's uh, perception mm. when it comes to uh, idiots like us. It's the biggest ramble manager vault fast since uh, <laughs> we used to quite like Phil Brown about six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> just just you wait till Kevin King comes back. Yeah. Right. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I am waiting. <laughs> okay. Um, I. Yeah, I, I think that it's it's really exciting times down um, at Anfield. Uh, their hardest fixtures left. It's exciting times in the whole of Liverpool, I think. Well, yeah, absolutely, um, with, with Everton too. But um, but particularly Anfield, they are arguably their hardest fixtures left are away at Manchester United. <laughs> although, my goodness, you'd fancy them for that one. Yeah. Um, and then home games oh, against that could happen, couldn't it? They, wow. could, they could absolutely blitz them. Imagine that, yeah. and then go on to win the league, just making David Moyes' life as bad as it could possibly <laughs> yeah. be. As soon as as soon as Fergie, um, you know, he's knocked Liverpool yeah. off their perch, back on the perch, left the back door. That would be hilarious. That would be that would be superb, wouldn't it? Um, and home games. Um, <laughs> 
that could be quite crucial against Chelsea and Manchester City. And mm. they don't have European football, so yeah. it, it's it's such a shame does that... It does help. It does help. And look it's, at Swansea, it, it does help. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you it, look at the games Liverpool played, Manchester City and Chelsea back-to-back earlier in the season, yeah. around, it was before Christmas, and they, were, they lost both games, but they were very unlucky. It was such a shame, um, the drop-in of the points at West Brom. Because mm. yes. they'd only be four off. I mean, I'm sure many a Liverpool fan of. Um, yeah. Have, well, I mean, the thing is, well, Man City, things have happened. Man City dropped points the weekend. You know, yeah, it, it does happen. You know, that, that ground is eminently make up bubble. Absolutely. Six mm. points is nothing at this stage of the season. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, we're moving on, though, um, to the team who are top of the league Chelsea 3, Newcastle, United nil. Hazard with a hat trick. Mm. Uh, and they're up there. Um, at Chelsea, they. Oh, they're crafty, aren't they? <laughs> uh, they're not contenders, though, are they? No, 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 no. 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 Yeah, certainly know. not, certainly not. But they're, they're still in the Champions League, they've got Galatasaray. I mean, Chelsea... Their, the, their second goal was sickening. Mer- <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, Mer- <laughs> Mer- Dennis Burkham doing circles around you three times. Ah, oh, flip. Yeah. Piss yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Piss off, you're much better player uh. than me. <laughs> but Chelsea, have, they've, it's, they're threatening to do a Usain Bolt here, where they, they start, and a few people are in front of them, and they just get going, and then when they get into yeah. that stride and the head comes up, woof, they're so, away. Yeah, they're just machine-like. Yeah. I mean, talk about exciting times at Anfield, exciting times at the bridge. Can I, can I read my tweet of the week from um, a Newcastle fan after mm. the Chelsea-Newcastle game? Is it from Pete Donaldson? Um, I'm not, I don't know the guy, so I'm not going to name him just in case he's horrendous. But, <laughs> <laughs> but this, is, this just really made me laugh. Um, a pathetic performance from a pathetic set of players under a pathetic manager who's employed by a fat, pathetic fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag NUFC. <laughs> Just wow. in case it wasn't clear. Important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Important to get your social so, medias yeah. in order. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Pete, would you agree? <laughs> <laughs> no comment there uh, from Mr. Donaldson. But yeah, I, I mean, Chelsea looking fantastic. Uh, Hazard was irresistible, wasn't he? Yeah, he was such mm. a good player. You know, Hazard, I mean, he, to watch. could he be? I mean, surely he's a contender for player of the season. Yeah, he'd have to. It's him, interesting... How Mourinho's clearly managed him well when you know he left him out of the team a little while ago, and um, you know, it, it, the media tried to sort of make a big deal out of it. Obviously, he's just had some words behind closed doors, and you know made it clear that he expects better of him. And here it is—he's he's produced such a canny operator. It really is, isn't it? It's incredible. It's funny the way they play Chelsea, where people are talking about they haven't got a sort of centre forward or anything like that who can score goals. I mean, Eto's obviously weighed in with a few, but. Chelsea, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but on, more often than not, especially against, um, well, in fact, even against City, they, they attack with four forwards. Mm-hmm. They play for four forwards when mm-hmm. they're going forwards with, with the ball. Yeah. So it almost like, I mean, Hazard's got uh, 13 goals this season. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've got three out of the four players who are scoring, and but it doesn't really matter who isn't, because 75% mm. scoring... Pretty, pretty regularly right, yeah. it doesn't matter and that's mm. why they're top of the league yeah I mean we've we've seen with Torres that he does bring in others a lot I mean he's not scoring like he used to but he certainly I, I would have thought off the top of my head his assists now are better than than ever although he's not playing because I think he's injured or certainly out the team and Etu has put in a shift for Mourinho like we said before mm. at Inter and will do these kind of things and he's a fantastic link man I mean he well, he was pivotal in the second goal yeah and I mean look at yeah, the way definitely. he played at Barcelona he had all those players goal scoring players just all around him yeah. he, knows, he knows what to do and um, and, he's, and he's fitted in quite well actually he's not the Etu of old but he's a little bit older so. I don't think Chelsea are struggling for goals I think you know, they're, mm. they're, they're rumbling along at just under two goals a game. They've only scored one goal less than Arsenal in the Premier League this season. They're not. They're not. Just Mourinho just playing down yeah. all of their achievements and, the, and the making just, them under buying it. The pressure's buying yeah, it. Yeah. Well, he's also um, he and Pellegrini sort of um, 
They've got <laughs> yeah. this running spat about um, finances, haven't they? Mourinho yeah. <laughs> just said today, did loads of maths in the press, came up with Chelsea having made a profit in the transfer window, left one of the signings they made out for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But, you know... It's, it's, but they did make a profit, though. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's really strange to see Mourinho being like this, but like, this almost well, it sort seems of like anti-arrogance, yeah, but, but it's working. Well, it, se- it seems like a weird sort of um, part of Chelsea's history to pick on, because yeah. you know, bear in mind, they were the first club to really spend massive al- amounts of money. Yeah. But th- th- this is... He's going after after Pellegrini, isn't he? Mm. He's really trying to get under his skin. And Pellegrini looks like the type uh, of man. Shut who... your noise, you. Uh, <laughs> well, we know the rest. He looks. <laughs> he looks like the type of guy who um, would need a lot to wind him up. Well, yeah. I just, I just think really in those in those situations, coming into the business end of the season, you'd back Mourinho because Mourinho's just won so much more than Pellegrini. And Mourinho, Mourinho, like we know he's taken all the pressure off his players, mm. and he's making it about him and the opposition's yep. manager. It's strange that there doesn't seem to be another manager in the world who can do that. It's such a unique talent. Well, he is a remarkable man. I mean, the, the way he, um, you know, Ibrahimovic said uh, before Mourinho took over at Inter, he was playing in the European Championships, and and uh, you know, Ibra came off the field, and uh, Mourinho was texting him, going, "Oh yeah, you played well there," and gave him a few little pointers and whatnot. And he was like, "This this guy's taken an interest in mm. my nat. Why is he watching the Swedish national team? Yeah, right. Mm. And all this kind of stuff. And he makes f- players feel loved and wanted. He's hard lined." But he does have a compassionate side. Mm. He never shouts, apparently, according to right. some. I'm sure he has done, but very rarely does he shout. Um, he pushes staff into uh, swimming pools in hotels. Yeah, well, a couple yeah. Of years ago. we all would. Pokes people in the eye. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but no shouting though, Jim. No, <laughs> um, uh, he might so, whisper in the ear. Villanova can take comfort from that. <laughs> <laughs> he poked me in the I'm eye. Gonna, I'm gonna I didn't you in the eye. I'm gonna you in the eye. <laughs> yeah, I didn't shout at you though. <laughs> um, and and another I didn't abuse your ears. Yeah, that's right. Another yeah, not always. You have Not to all ask your yourself senses. why Villanova placed his eye so callously on my thumb <laughs> but another thing this is, this is not normal another thing Ibrahimovic said he, um, he would do which I, I really quite like this technique he'd show a video of, of the Inter players playing really badly and he would be like who are these guys these aren't you these are these are people pretending to be you and all this kind of stuff. So this player's is, gone. I think one of them might be me. Uh, no, it's not. I'm confused. <laughs> but he was like, "Get out there!" The problem is, if he said this. that, if he said that to a bunch of English players, they'd probably believe him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this is this is frightening. <laughs> There's players who the weird play. thing is, I remember this happening. <laughs> Apparently, it wasn't the, even me. Am I in control of my own brain or what, Jose? <laughs> <laughs> the listeners take the points I'm making. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Chelsea top of the league and on their march. Norwich nil, Manchester. City nil. Joseph Yobo straight yes. in there. Joe Yobo. Joe Yobo. I thought Saber Basson was excellent. <laughs> yeah, as well. Very good. Yeah, the, Norwich could have bloody won it. Yeah, they were few chances at, at the end. Indeed, they did. I mean, Manchester City. This is it's, it's potentially dangerous for them now because having uh, been beaten at home by Chelsea, that mm. they looked quite indestructible, didn't they? That they were just going to bulldoze mm. teams over and all that kind of stuff. And suddenly they lose at home without scoring a goal. It's why like, oh, it's such a big you know, point about their away record. Yeah, mm. that's not good enough for a title-winning t- side. Yeah, it's worse. Norwich. It's why I said that six points isn't anything at this stage of the season because Man City have dropped, you know, f- three points in two games. You know, so it's mm. one more. Four points sorry, in two. Hey, what am I <laughs> yeah. talking about? Five points. <laughs> yeah, five, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. It's going up. Drop points. Yeah, that's, not, yeah, that's not the point points I was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've they've they're still in the Champions League. They've got Barcelona, which will obviously be very difficult. They've got Manchester United, Arsenal, and Liverpool to play away, mm. among others. Of course, Liverpool? I've just picked out a few there. Also, got a strange situation with their injuries, um, where they're playing Yaya Toure and Alvaro Negredo when they're not actually fully fit to right. the point where Toure's basically just you know became like a holding player with no marauding I mean if you're that 
if you're that injured that you take part of your game out, like surely, surely well, play someone else. Well, that's right. Yeah. I don't know if Jacko's unfit, but it seems odd to start an injured Negredo over him. Uh, he wants. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really know Negredo wasn't fully fit. I Milner started. As well. Yeah, Milner's had a okay. shoulder problem. Oh, Negredo, since the West Ham game. I had no clue. Didn't know. Yeah. Well, well, well Jacko sure. came on. Didn't really do anything, didn't he? Anyway, so. Yeah, can City stop the rot? Well, Fulham did. Didn't they? <laughs> a bit. For, did. Do the Fulham players know they didn't win the game? <laughs> the way they've been speaking about it afterwards, it's like they think they did. It well, felt like a win to them, though. Yeah, but what, did, did anyone tell Darren Ben that it wasn't a consolation? The way he celebrated, he was like, yeah, phew, God, right back to the halfway line. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> exhausting. That um, yeah, Fulham uh, got a point at Old Trafford, two all. Incredible. Sidwell put them 1 0 up from a, from a nice pass by, by Holtby, and then Manchester United just battered them. <laughs> Wait, Rooney for that goal. I mean, there were different, very, lots of different reasons why that was a poor goal from May United's point of view. I mean, Everett was way over. Um, the opposite flank and should have tucked in. There's no way the ball... I mean, I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but if the guy's got the ball on that side of the pitch, he's not going to fling it 60 yards to feet, miles over the other side. Of the, it just won't happen. So everyone needed to tuck in, and if he had tucked in, he could have covered it. But Wayne Rooney tracked Sidwell for like 40 yards. As soon as he got about 25 yards out, stopped and just pointed at him. I <laughs> said, <laughs> like, come on. I'm at my zone, which yeah. is most of the pitch. But it was almost like he was doing <laughs> that to such an extent to make a point. Yeah. Like he was saying, like, no, you should be doing it, and you're not. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that obviously the centre-back so far apart that he just couldn't get near it. Maybe maybe, you need, maybe they'd need it. <laughs> they need I've, a bit I've, of instruction. Yeah, but well, really <laughs> seems to be having the run of the club anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'd be worried about that if I was a United fan. But it was, for me, and I don't want to be too reactionary about it, because obviously I play a lot of games, but... It's the most, it was got to be the most bizarre main up performance I, I think I've ever mm. seen. It was, it was more just when like, you saw Moyes when, when Manchester United scored their goal, like really fist pumping. Yeah. I'm like, look, you, you've seen this time and time again, David, mm. all yeah. the season. You've, you've dropped points at home, yeah. you've dropped points away. Yeah. It might not finish. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, to, it, your pl- to your pleasing. Well, it was. It really should have done. I mean, <laughs> I, I was watching the match, and, and and obviously Fulham were getting battered. And you thought, even with their poor season, match started, they will score here. Mm. They will get at least a draw, which of course was right. But uh, um, <laughs> uh, Van Persie scores, and it was always going to be a quick one-two kind of thing. And and, and then Carrick scores, and the stadium it was such a sigh of relief. Yeah. Um, they all breathed, and uh, and it was kind of like, yeah, see the game out. And actually, when the injury time was being played, I was I was talking talking to my mate and it was you forgot the game was still on mm. you, you just kind of look over and think oh they're doing a warm down or something day. Mm. and then suddenly Fulham equalise and it's even worse than, than drawing the game one or had Van Persie scored and then they couldn't have got the winner yeah. mm-hmm. just, um, demoralising it was, you young. get the impression if it had gone on for another five minutes they'd have lost do you know what I mean just their heads went at that point and this is real there seems to be a kind of nervousness about United's forward play a uh, kind of, you know, a real kind of uneasiness. And you can hear it in the stadium. And obviously I know this feeling all too well from, you know, supporting Arsenal. Like the home fans just being frustrated and, and, and a bit nervy. And, you know, they've been brilliant for ages, but that's starting to creep in now. Mm. And you can see it's affecting the team. But I, I genuinely think when they're going forward, they're just a little bit nervous about what happens if one of us loses the ball. Because, yeah. you know, then I've got to track back and run back because I don't, nobody has that much confidence in the spine that, um, you know, David Moyes has, has I, at his disposal. I think a few reasons why I think it was just a bizarre performance. <laughs> from what I saw is that this, this thing this stat about them making 81 crosses in the same game mm. which is just crazy I mean the reason I thought that was so weird is because they were so clearly doggedly sticking to one particular plan right which at the top which level Moyes denied after the game which weirdly. obvious it's obvious and, and, and the thing is at the top level that's not good enough you can't even, it doesn't matter how good you are at that even Barcelona who were that good at doing that particular type of play that was at least a bit of a varied way of, of playing in a particular way mm. but, 
So it's it's one dimensional anyway, and, and 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 teams will know how to defend against it, and they'll work it out quite quickly. And I think Fulham actually knew they were going to do that before the game, by the way they set up and the, te- the team he picked. Secondly. Fulham's two centre-backs with Johnny Heitinger who's a really experienced Premier League opera I don't particularly rate him but he knows the bread and butter stuff about Premier League defending mm-hmm. and um, Dan Byrne who's 6 foot 100 yeah. who will just eat those crosses up all day he said, he he said, said that after the game he'd never headed so many balls since the conference that's <laughs> <laughs> a dig but like 81 crosses yeah if you score 10 goals fine yeah. well, I mean, everyone's got wow they crossed so many times but you're a you six score f- from the mud yeah. you're a 6 foot 7 centre back what do you love you love yeah. that you take that all day yep. but what you don't want is get is one matter on the ball like, playing through balls in behind him and, and that brings me on to my third point about why it was bizarre is because the, the top marquee sign in the transfer window they've signed is one matter and that is the antithesis of how mm, he likes yeah. to play so you're not using him either it's so like the whole league is, got- it's, like, it's playing some horrible joke on one matter isn't it <laughs> yeah bless him <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're trying to conspire against him to like never even touch the ball mm. can David uh, can David Moyes see um Ferguson up front or something Duncan Ferguson <laughs> yeah, he just sees it. this kind of like weird kind of like mirage oh, sees sorry, Ferguson got, behind you sorry got big dunk up front have we like where West Ham play for Andy Carroll when Andy Carroll's not even in the team <laughs> yeah. Yeah. David Moyes is playing like where's the knockdown he's had, he's had a bang to the head yeah. and he thinks he's in 1995 Everton yeah <laughs> that'd be funny David what are we doing oh you'll see yeah you'll see in a minute <laughs> yeah. when a big dunk hits that robber <laughs> he's not he's not playing what <laughs> just enjoy another game in the Carling Premiership <laughs> they just want, Manchester United fans must, must just want the season to end. They're not, they're not getting anything out of it. It's just oh, look. He's joking. He's singing, "Baby, I'm ready to go." <laughs> before the game, he's just like the late nineties. <laughs> well, if it's if it's good enough for you, it's good enough for me. It's just a little bit weird. Like I know they've spent a bit of money on some really big marquee sounds the last two or three seasons, but the way that um, Manchester United's owners operate in the um, you know in the financial markets and stuff, everything's done to the success that Manchester United have off the field more than on the field. Mm. You've got to be looking at the, the players they're supposed to, supposed to be leaving at the end of the um, season: Vidic, Evra, Fernand. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of money to replace oh, you know, yeah. fairly fairly important footballers. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. All right, come on, guys! I, and they ain't going to spend that money. The they good, spend Pete, it. the good point now that you can agree is that <coughs> big, big Mick was there. <laughs> big Mick Hucknall stood, yeah. sat, sat and stood next to uh, Alex Ferguson, looking like two Hessian sacks full of. Beer. Root. Yeah, I saw t- I saw a tweet from someone who said their mum just said, "Is that Alex Ferguson's wife?" <laughs> hey! Wow! I can't wow. retweeted it. Apology, I can't remember, but it was very funny. Yeah, yeah. sickening scenes up yeah. in the stands. Um, maybe that's what's putting off the team. I mean, <laughs> it's the only thing I can think. The spectre, the spectre at the face. Yeah, but I did say last week, um, Fulham fans, you know, it's a, you're away to Old Trafford, chance to get something, and they have. Another yeah. prediction, correct? Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Stick it along with the rest, mate. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Fulham, an incredible point, really. Uh, Munistein said a lot of people were classifying us as dead and buried. Probably still are. Um, we have far too much quality and team spirit to be down there. I think Munistein bottled it a little bit. I don't want to be controversial and get on his back because it was a good good point for we'll them. Go for the second when it was 1-0. No, I, I loved it when I saw the team he picked. I thought he'd gone a little bit out of the ordinary. He's really switched he, it up. He bottled it at half-time. He took Tankovic off and put Bent on. He should have kept Tankovic on. Who scored the goal, though? Yeah, I know, but Bent doesn't offer anything. But who scored the goal? Fair enough, but you understand Judge him on his... They could have been about 4-0 up if they kept Tankovic <laughs> on. Mate, mate, what he offered was an equaliser. It's true, it's true. <laughs> it you know what I mean, though? You know what I mean? Yeah... 
But he proves proved right. Scosh, it doesn't know what you mean, Luke. Rennie, I'll have you next time. (laughs) (laughs) You might have won this battle, Rennie. (laughs) But you've not won the war. Someone knows how to pick his battles. (laughs) (laughs) God, speak to the night. He's talking about Rennie. Whether it's against Luke Moore or Majesty Noise, Mewlinstein will come out on top. Well played, (laughs) Rennie. There was a Wales derby. Mm. Away from Old Trafford. Can I can I pick up something? You've you spelt in the running order. You spelt Gary Monk with one R. Yeah, and he is the lesser spotted two R's. Gary Monk. Mm. <laughs> so have a bit of respect for him. All right, right. Yeah. yeah, fair's fair. I bet you spell Marks with a C with a K. <clears throat> like Mark Borland. You'll or ne- Marcus you'll, Babble. You'll never know. <laughs> you'll never know unless he gets in the running order. Do you think because <laughs> Gary Monk's a player manager? There's two R's in player and manager. Yeah, he'd have been playing. He'd, be. he'd have been praying for that result, wouldn't he? Eh? Yeah, he's a monk. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, mm. okay. Um, Marvin Emnes on his return. Yeah, that was a blast yeah. from the past, wasn't it? Just yeah, wearing number four hundred and fifty-five or something <laughs> on his back. Were yeah. they singing the Proclaimers? Marvin Emnes, Marvin Emnes. Oh, that'd have been brilliant, oh, were they? Yeah, I, I think the Middlesbrough fans might have. Um, nice. Sung that. A friend of mine's a, a Middlesbrough fan, and he was just to completely go off um, piste here. He was in the crowd, uh, I can't remember where they were playing, and Bartek Becce came along. Now, this is a very niche chant. Yeah. To the, tu- to the, to the um, outro of Panic by the Smiths, Hang the DJ, yeah. Bartek Becce, Bartek Becce. Yeah, I quite like that. So that is... Anything that's not Sloop John B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, back to uh, Swansea versus Cardiff City. Swansea, calls course, won 3-0. Eminence was in there. Gary Monk in charge of the Swans. Uh, and didn't Routledge take the opening goal, uh, opening goal well? He did, and I thought, I'm pretty sure it must be the first header of Nathan Dyer's career. Surely. Yeah, he nipped in, didn't yeah. he? Uh, in between the two defenders. He sort of burgled that goal, didn't he? Yeah, Bonnie likes a, b- a big header. He does, yeah. yeah. Um, 3-0, though. Craig Bellamy could be in trouble after an off-the-ball collision. I, did, I tried to look at that, I didn't see it. What yeah, happened? There was a little... It was so violent, the internet just can't handle it. <laughs> Yaya Toure got a little bit of he did? Uh, yeah. stick, didn't he? I don't I, it's another thing Mourinho's been making a dig about. So, well, if, well, you know, if he's not punished, then it means we can all just go around doing what we like. <laughs> so if he's not punished, I'll celebrate it, because it just means I can do whatever I want. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He wins. He wins every time Mourinho. this week. Yeah. Um, he wins the Kevin Keegan Award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Gary Monk talked about doing things the Swansea way. I mean, they looked far better, didn't they? I know Cardiff haven't had a great time of it, but neither have Swansea, new manager in, and uh, and they really looked at the races. Think, uh, sorry, Monk will be gone like two minutes after we finish recording. Like, yeah, uh, like last week. Yeah, oh, that was like, The last thing week. is, people talk about the sort of fabled uh, new manager bounce where the players want to impress the new manager and stuff, but I think sometimes it does help just go right back to basics and, and, and you know, this is what we do well, mm. let's just stick with it. Because he, he, he brought back Leon yep. Britton, didn't he? Stuff like that. Yeah, well, a classic example is Sherwin and Spurs, but Swansea brought back Leon Britton, who just recycles the ball quite nicely. I thought he did quite well, and it was a very big win for them. I mean, Nathan Dyer scores a header against your Cardiff, it's not your day. That's right, that's right. Um, uh, Swansea are up to 10th. Yeah, not going much higher, though, are they? No, they're not going much higher. They're four points off the relegation zone. 10th? Any of the bottom 10 teams? 9th off 9th. 9th off 9th. Yeah, Southampton are in 9th. They're, yeah. they're safe. But they're nine points ahead now. of Swansea, aren't they? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it is quite remarkable. Obviously, we've got a good title run-in, um, well, currently, uh, could uh, change in, in the coming months. But the, the, the relegation run-in, I mean, any of the bottom ten mm. could quite feasibly mm. go down. So, uh, it, exciting times. I think it will only be three of them by the end of it. <laughs> that is, That's the one thing I'm certain. It's actually if it was actually ten. <laughs> You're all rubbish. Yeah. 
Change the rules. Not good enough. Not good enough. You wouldn't be able to plan for any sort of, um, you know, expansion in your stadium. <laughs> we, could be, we could be in the second division. <laughs> <laughs> or drop down time. a few divisions if you're that bad. <laughs> Is it like in... Uh, the teams, if they're going really well, get promoted like a few times. You know, like in Sunday League football, if you're a new team, you start off in like the seventh division yeah. and you win every game 7-0 and they go, oh, these are good. We'll put them to the fourth division or something. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> well, I can remember playing in, um, in leagues where you would have a, a sort of almost like an audition game and against okay. a team and how you did against them would be how you, where you play. But sometimes, because it would be in the summer, your, some of your players would be on holiday yep. or they'd be, you know, they'd, <laughs> they'd, they'd be fit or whatever and so you'd be really bad mm. and you get put in like Division 8 and you just absolutely rinse it every week <laughs> to the point it's completely pointless. <laughs> yeah, something for the uh, the FL72 to look into. To think so. about <laughs> it, yeah. um, in, the, in the Claret and Blue derby, Aston Villa were beaten 2-0 by West Ham. Kevin Nolan with an excellent double. Mm. Um, and... Uh, West Ham have the most clean sheets in the Premier League this yeah, season. Yeah, that's an amazing stat, isn't it? That is gobsmacking. <laughs> you <laughs> certainly it? sound gobsmacking. Isn't it? Lip smacking if you're a defender. Yeah. Oh, like Mike smacking. Yeah, see what I did there? Um, no. uh, Arsenal and Chelsea have 11, Spurs have 10. Is it, is it, I mean, look. What, what else have you got to say? I don't score many goals, so no, they they don't. Yeah. They well, just as well. Fight. Just as well. Uh, and then before we finish our Premier League roundup, uh, Jermaine Defoe, five minute cameo uh, during Spurs' 1 0 win at home to Everton, because uh, he's off to Toronto FC, of mm. course. Apparently, season ticket sales for Toronto FC went up from 15% to 92% after Defoe signed for them. He's going to be gutted when he f- finds out he has got to play all, the whole game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he's not, you're not <laughs> an impact sub, Jermaine. Yeah. We need you. <laughs> you need you from the start. Oh, get, it, he won't know what to do at kickoff. <laughs> what do we do? We yeah. just, just Pretend just it's the second half. I suppose, he, I suppose he's played from the start in the Europa League a few times, but no, no one wants to remember that. Toronto, <laughs> Toronto FC um, have signed Michael Bradley yeah. mm. from Rome. That's a real good sign. He's only about 25, 20 Yeah, it's a great sign for him because he's a, arguably in the prime of his career. Yeah. So. The MLS on, I think the, the, um, on the up. I think that was a really strange match because I thought Everton kind of out... I, I thought tactically they were a lot cleverer than uh, they were. Spurs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but Spurs managed mm. to get they got like um, Nair Smith and Osman yeah. linking up really, really well. But on Spurs side, like they pushed Dembele up really high. It was like mm. I know you need to support Adebayo, but that's not his game. Mm. Certainly not in the form he's in the moment. Well, he was uh, like that at Fulham a bit, but he hasn't been playing like that for a while. But it was like Dembele, Lennon. What that? You, oh, you, you mean expect, on the wing? Well, you expect no, but you're expecting goals from those people, you know? Because I, I just don't understand why they pushed why they pushed Dembele up so far. It's all about attacking, but it's just <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. But you uh, talk about Osman. They had those three chances, like bang, 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 didn't mm. they? And the, and, the, and one was a really good save from Lloris, and the other two were right at the keeper. And you sort of thought, oh, I like the way they're playing. They look good. But have they got any cutting edge today? And they didn't seem to. Have. It was just without Lukaku. I don't know what well, exactly. Doing. It was just a tale of two quite similarly matched teams. But I thought Everton should have come out on top, but they just didn't have anyone to put the ball on the net like Spurs did. At so. half time, I'd have had Tra- Traore on there. Yeah, because you, you, you need you need a, well, you're going to play like that. And Naismith, is he the big man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when Naismith plays at the focal point of that attack, who's not really he's not really a striker, but you can bring players in pretty well. But that was working fine. But then, well, Traore can do that, and he can also score. Yeah. So why not put him on? But he, he, he sort of resisted it for some reason, and obviously Spurs robbed him a bit. But I, I thought I agree with Pete. I think Everton got it tactically spot on. They're just unlucky. Did you see that Stephen Naismith um, did a step over? That resulted yeah. in him just getting the, you know, putting the ball out for a throw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Right to the championship. Um, Leeds United they won a game and uh, mm. McDermott was in charge. It was a good day for him. The Oval Stadium's just magnificent, isn't it? Isn't it? It just feels like the early round of, rounds of the FA Cup. Wish Park. 
It's Gwindy. Well. It is very weird. It, it gets that like Stephen Warlock goal. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. He just didn't know what to do. Well, I just thought it was nice that um, <laughs> goal. It was just that. nice to see Stephen Warnock had forgotten all about yeah. it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> he took the free kick and he took it, and his face it was almost like because I saw a, a vine of it from behind him, mm. and when he first took it, his immediate emotion was like, "Oh, that's going out of play," and then it was like, "Oh, that might go on someone's head." Oh, it's going in. Yeah. He couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's also went in the centre of the net, didn't it? It was really yeah. wicked. So yeah. what, what is happening here? Yeah. That wasn't my favourite moment from that game. Um, Ishmael Miller, he scored, but then he missed a penalty. Mm. And now, if you watch it on the, on the <laughs> Football League show, or, or that was, that's where I saw it, as I'm yeah. sure most people did, the Leeds faithful behind the goal were magnificent. Yeah. Before, he, before he took the penalty, as he was running up, they were bouncing. It's like they, they thought, he's going to sky this. They were at, the run-up, you just know sometimes, yeah, don't but you? Weren't you they? Always the the Leeds fans were actually bouncing, trying to put him off all as one. And when he hit the ball over the bar, it was like Leeds had scored. Ah! <laughs> 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 The, ba- was all about. the bounces just got bigger. Yeah. It was magnificent scenes. It's, like, it's, it's just like those moments where you just sort of think, it's almost better than a goal. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. It's just so exciting. Jim, I remember, like, I, sorry. I do like a radio show every single uh, evening, Monday, Thursday, on Absolute Radio. Uh-huh. And um, apparently, when I announced that Kabai was leaving Newcastle um, in the Nissan um, factory in the northeast of, of England, yeah. all the Mackhams celebrated, like, like, ran around like it was a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Which then makes you think, oh God, people can hear me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Jim, was, was Rude Van Nussel's penalty that hit the crossbar? When it was yeah, a, yeah, that was incredible. Better when than Martin Keown became a vampire. Yeah. Oh, absolutely better than a goal. <laughs> yeah. <was> brilliant. <laughs> God. When that, when that ICB4 show eh? about yeah. Ke- Keenan Vieira, and they talked about that, Keenan was still like visibly fuming about that. <laughs> How many yeah. years ago was that? Yeah, 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 but there yeah, are yeah. so many things that Roy Keane is still visibly what fuming about. What year was that, sure that? Well, it was, it was 02 or 03. Yeah, yeah. Keane was acting like 04. it had just happened. It was between yeah. 02 and 04. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, He was genuinely acting like it had just happened. Like he was talking about Yeah, he yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah, he did indeed. <laughs> uh, but Leeds, a good win for them. Ross McCormack scored a beauty. Mm. Um, but apparently Chilina's got his 75% stake of the club. Mm. Also, I saw a statistic um, which seemed from a credible source. He sacked 36 managers in 21 years. <laughs> I mean, he said he's got a 75% stake. It's probably 100, but he's just turned the tax man at 75 <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, not true. D- it's <laughs> such a shame because... Convicted fraudster, Pete. Uh, yeah, but twice, Pete. But mm. it's not like he's dead. You can't. You can still libel him. <laughs> <laughs> I can, and I have. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, he doesn't seem like a litigious type. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like court- courtrooms if he can stand it. No, exactly. If he can get out of it, 30, uh, you know, thirty-six managers. How many crosses has he done in that time? <laughs> I don't know. That's Less than eighty-one. Massimo Cellino, if you sue me, I will just sh- shout the number seventeen over and over again in the courtroom. You don't want to take me on. <laughs> you do not want to take me on. Oh dear. What about Leicester? They were two 0 down at home to Watford. <laughs> Um, uh, but they came back and drew two. Well, Watford's first goal was an unbelievable Watford reaction. Watford started Heather. like a chip pan fire. <laughs> they <laughs> started like Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, they did. It was relentless. <laughs> what a goal, though, from Forestieri. Oh, but after yeah. Deeney's shot, and he just sort of went, oh, there you go. So yeah. he knew he was going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it was very... I, I, Wonderful. The, the, it was four goals of really, really high quality. They were. But the drink water equaliser, oh. to control that half volley in that mm. way, was so good. Last minute of the game. One well. of the goals of the season. Drink water it in. You know, because you know, it, it does, it does, it does matter that it, it's right near the end of the game because he's going to be tired. Yeah, the heavy legs. The technique tends to go a little mm. bit more. It's such a well-controlled uh, half yeah. volley. Unless he came off the bench, in which case, well done. <laughs> I, I can't actually Still remember. well done. Yeah. Um, uh, and Birmingham beat Charlton away 2-0. Makeda with a double. Yeah. Sign him. For crying out loud, sign him. Yeah. Can he be any worse? 
<laughs> can he be any better? Can it? I mean, can he be any worse than what they've got at a parent club at the moment? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Penny yeah, that would be penny drops. That would be interesting. Yeah, there it is. Boom. Uh, right, let's go to the league. Um, oh bloody hell! Atletico Madrid they oh, lost two God. nil. It's the most Atletico Madrid thing they could have done. The third. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had your one week. How did Simeone just go in off the game? Right, scene's over then. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. So Dickhead. we've won the league. What do you mean, what? See you on the beach. <laughs> we've got three months more. Yeah. Oh, shiver me they, they played Teg with the uh, league uh, first spot. Yeah. <laughs> Teg. Teg got you. You're, you're it. Yeah. Chase me down the bottom. <laughs> and the Real Madrid. Um, they had a man sent off, didn't they? As they well. did have a man <laughs> sent off. Uh, no, Atletico Madrid did so, yeah. yeah. Real Madrid won 4-2, uh, and Gareth Bale uh, scored. Uh, the referee who sent Raoul off last week has been suspended for a month and yeah, won't officiate any of Madrid's matches uh, for the rest of the season because he changed his story right. of the sending off. Um, the sending off was fine, in my opinion. Well, yeah, he changed mm. it, though. He said it was for the for the slap of the face one moment, and then it was for something else. And right, they were like, okay. oh, we're not having that. Clearly, Real Madrid have uh, swung there. Just on the Atletico thing... Yeah. Um, can I just say that on this show last week I think it was maybe the week before we said they've signed Diego and the wheels will come off <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is that's a Luke Moore prediction Diego started that game yeah <laughs> that's all I'm saying they were doing fine until they got him <laughs> Barcelona are back on top though did you see Messi's first goal <laughs> lovely my god <laughs> he's starting to play in a bit of a funny way for me Messi at the moment he's going so deep to pick up the ball it's mm. almost like he's trying to do it all himself which is I tell you no, what, though, Barcelona. Didn't do a bad job of it. Oh, if you were going to pick a player in the world to do it all himself, it would be. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's not necessarily. Rudy really had a go. He couldn't manage it. No, exactly. <laughs> he did have a go. Um, that result really flattered Barcelona. Severe yeah. missed chances, good chances all throughout mm. that game. I mean, they probably shouldn't have lost. Yeah. Alexis is really, really coming to his own. Yeah. Um, it took him a while to actually have much of an impact at Barcelona. You know, he, he, coming from a bit of. For a bit of criticism from some of their fans, we got some, some crucial goals. He's, last he's scoring a lot and assisting oh, a lot. He's just all over the place. Hard to make that move, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Fabregas haven't yeah. doing well as well. Mm. He scored a nice little dink. Mm. He did on for the award. <laughs> yeah, um, the Marcus Speller dink <laughs> yeah, award. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> surely the only candidate at the moment, given when it began. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Unless yeah. there's uh... well, li- it literally only began half an hour ago. So exactly. If anything, yeah. that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, true. It's from this from now onwards. Get your dinks in football. What would you have gone for of the MSD? Would it be a shield? Would it be a cup? Would it be a a little statue of a player doing a dink, maybe? I don't know. I was, mm. It wouldn't be a shield. No. Could okay. be the wrestler, the mini wrestler dink. Dink. Dink the clown. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? He's just like, he's a wrestler who was also a dwarf. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah well, why not do we have that? Because it won't happen, so. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that, that attitude, it won't. That, that clown <laughs> riding. the best dink of the season, you win a dwarf. I'm fairly no, certain that will not happen. Surely, all, surely yeah. all statues are small people. So yeah, it, you, you not in you, Eastern Europe. You Peter. couldn't tell it was a, a dwarf if it was a, a statue form, would you? Yeah, some some mighty statue. I'm not Europe. looking to be derogatory towards dwarfs, so I'm not going to comment on that. No. I think I, all I was saying was you could do have a trophy who look, that looked like Dink the Clown if you wanted right. Okay. To. I was thinking outside the box, guys. Yeah. Dinking outside the box. Yeah. Mm. Which is hard. Yeah. Well, no, well, it depends where the keeper is. Let's drink water. Ever done <laughs> a dink water? <laughs> dink water. <laughs> Why not? Mm. Um, uh, I'd like you to get back in the box, Luke, if it's okay. <laughs> if that's your, if that's what you're going to. Yeah. yeah, I'm back in. Right, Portuguese league. Can I? I think it would be before very, very we go to Portugal, Luke's going to say something. No, I want you to. I want you to read this bit about the Portuguese exactly. You've written it because it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Portuguese league. Benfica versus Sporting was cancelled because of strong winds that damaged the stadium. Bits of the roof and glass wall were blown off and falling onto the pitch. The fans had to be evacuated. The stadium will host the Champions League final. Stop. <laughs> Cut it there. <laughs> Nothing more needs to be said. That is football, modern football, in one paragraph. 
I did enjoy. <laughs> well, if you build a stadium at some point, it will fall a bit and glass wall will come out of it. Still giving him the Champions League final? Yeah, not before. Yeah. Not yeah. before you what stay. I well, I assume it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to that stadium, it was lovely. Well, I do I don't know what happened to the eagle that day. He must have been <laughs> hiding. Yeah. Sure, the draining glass. glass wall, probably. Yeah, he's on his way across Europe. <laughs> I just like the, the amount of glass wall that was all over the pitch, and the, you had like um, the young lads trying to pick bits of it up. You got it. Sharp, you're gonna, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna hurt your fingers there. Yeah. And B, there's too much of it. Don't even try and do yeah. it. You need a machine to is, do it. Is it like the stuff you get in the loft for insulation? Yeah, yeah it's, it's stuff, a bit yeah. like yeah, it's like fiberglassy sort of stuff. I yeah. would just open one of the doors in the stadium. And it will just blow through. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'd have done. The doors, one yeah. of them big doors. What are those big stadium doors. <laughs> big, those big they, patio stadium <laughs> doors that they have. <laughs> that they definitely use in Portugal. <laughs> um, right, well, you've been there. Sorry. I have been there. Trust and if you haven't seen the doors, then you're missing out. Um, Serie A, Serie A, Delta Rat. Wow, he bloody scored He's after eight big minutes. Move. He's got it. It's a stepping stone move. Remember, he said he would go there. <laughs> I mean, it, it's the strangest thing. He's got to be very careful because, okay, fair enough, he scored. But on late. another day, he should have passed that ball. And then when he <laughs> celebrated, um, he ran off, and they all went to congratulate him. And he was like, no, 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 no. leave me alone, leave me alone. I went over and hugged Sadoff, and I thought, Tarrat, you, you can do that at QPR. You've just got yeah. here, pal. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. that Milan aren't having the greatest of times, but they are bloody he, AC Milan. Did he take off his shirt and try and give it to uh, Colin? <laughs> Where's, where's Colin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where is he? Incidentally, though, the rest of Serie A have signed Robbie Savage. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll, he'll have him in his pocket next time they play. They got beat, they got beat anyway. They did get so, beat. Yeah. 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 Milan are moving stadium. Do you hear this? No, I didn't no, know. A few years' time, this. it was announced today. Apparently so, that they're, they're leaving wow. the San Siro. Inter going with them or not, though? No, no, Inter are staying. Okay, that right. would be silly. That's very Why? weird. Uh, no, because it's not. I think they want their own home. Okay, okay. they've finally thought now we're big enough. There's not enough glass. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough glass <laughs> well in the stadium. We've yeah. got Tarat now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah, he needs his own. Uh, yeah. He's not sharing with anybody. Maybe <laughs> they can... that's what it is. Tarat, that's in his contract. I am not sharing anything with everybody. <laughs> you know, make, yeah. Maybe Milan can make their stadium out of bits of other stadium that have fallen <laughs> off from Benfica, from Benfica, yeah. and wherever else. That's true. <laughs> I'm sure they'll welcome donations. Cotton wool, maybe. That'll blow down in an instant. Uh, Verona 2, <laughs> Juventus 2, just in case uh, uh, anybody's interested. Verona up <laughs> in fifth. They're having a good season. I didn't realise that. Luca Toni, 36-year-old Luca Toni. He scored score a goal. Guess, how, guess what part of the body he scored it with? With Luca Toni's head. His Correct. nose. Yeah, no, it was the head. Yeah. Um, I, like, I like Luca Toni. I think I. he's a good player. I've been, he's been a, been a good servant to Italian football. I'm pleased to see him score World football. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. World football. Um, Roma failed to capitalise on uh, Juventus' draw. They drew in the uh, the Rome derby 0 0. Do the Bologna story. Um, the Bologna story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, there, there's, a, there's a funny little story from Bologna. Um, they suspended four members of uh, their technical staff because nobody went to the airport to pick up their new Brazilian <laughs> sign in. Um, Ibsen technical staff what cab driver <laughs> yeah. driver four of them yeah. What's the, what, what, I don't understand that it's not the worst story that came out of Italy recently um, the Coppa Sicilia uh, the uh, the Sicilian um, cup. cup of course which is a local trophy in Italy um, Borgata um, Bagheria and uh, Patini Caldece all three teams play in the eighth tier of Italian football and were put together in the same group for the Sicilian Cup some of you may have, have read this um, it's not quite police machine-esque but we're not far off it we'll take what we can <laughs> <laughs> Bagheri were 4-3 down 
against Borgata, and they needed to, to avoid defeat to qualify for the next round of the cup. Um, and, and seemingly Borgata scored two goals in quick succession, which demoralised um, their opponents. Now, there was only ten minutes left to play. However, instead of going for the equaliser... Um, oh, hang on, what's the name of the side? Uh, Bagaria, they mm. scored eight own goals <laughs> in the last ten minutes. And Borgata ran out 14-3 winners and went through ahead of Partini Caldeche on goal difference. And apparently the captain of Bagaria said, oh, we'd rather you lot go through than them. Wow. It's not, you're not even denying it. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, how yeah, can you deny it? I, I, I don't think he said that in the press. He <laughs> may have said it in, in well, it, it somehow made its way to you. So well, it got to the press somehow. Yeah. Were you there? Call me what you like, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not the paparazzi. Um, uh, so, yeah, the Italian Federation are going to investigate. <laughs> well, you, it won't take long. Yeah. Will it? Yeah, you definitely, definitely did it. Eight own goals in ten minutes. <laughs> uh, we're going to finish the main part of the show uh, in Germany. Bayern won again. They're 13, 13 points clear of Leverkusen in second place. It. It's just ridiculous this season. They've conceded like six goals or something. They haven't got any rivals no. when it comes to football. But when it comes to sexiness... They appear to have. Um, City rivals Bayern Munich and Munich 1860 have been arguing over who's 1860. the... 1860. Yes. <laughs> They've been arguing over who's the sexiest club. Eh? <laughs> eh? Marcus, great name, Rejek, 1860's new chief executive, recently said the club has more sex appeal than Bayern. Um, apparently the club's tradition makes it more unique than Bayern and than therefore sexier, according to Rejek. Um, Bayern declined to comment. <laughs> okay, the, the, I think they should have declined to the, comment. Bayern they did pre- decline to yeah. comment they because did. their chief executive oh, did comment. But, but the, their, their PR man, their press officer was just like, yeah, brilliant, whatever. Look yeah. at the trophy cabinets, boys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As if. But Karl-Heinz Rubenegger couldn't help himself. Um, <laughs> he, he retorted saying, well, more girls and more women come to watch Bayern games than they do watch 1860 games. How does, that, he, how does he know that? That should prove that we are the sexier club. And well, that's the real quiz. <laughs> Wow. To, to be fair, it's probably the same. It'll be the same database, the same kind of spreadsheet that has both both figures on. I suppose it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, University of Life, me. Yeah, I drew it again. I think he's just going on the fact that more people watch by yeah. therefore. I guess so. Why get involved? Incidentally, though, Franz Beckenbauer went. Well, no women go and watch Munich 1860. I haven't seen any there, yeah. and I should know. Well, you'll be at the Bayern games. Because <laughs> yeah. you're the chief executive. Yeah. <laughs> more going on the sort of slave thing in Qatar. Um, so there we are. Um, uh, that was Germany in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, time for Pete's Nailed game. It. Time for Pete's game, I think. It is time for Pete's game. Uh, thank you very much to the uh, fabulous uh, Steve, a.k.a. Nugent is the difference. <laughs> for, oh, yeah. this, uh, for this particular uh, like, like guys to hear a listener towing the party line <laughs> <laughs> uh, no name but uh, here we go um, no name no name shut up uh, and that's not you know introduction for Marcus even sent me some one week not having it <laughs> not having he'd it. rather he, not have a name than this is, he's <laughs> staging a weird silent protest yeah. <laughs> um, right clue number one born the 1st of November 1968 Deal or no Sean Teal? There you go. <laughs> there we go. We got it. We got it. We got it. Good. Time is against us, people. Okay, go on. So, so that clue again? Uh, born 1st of November 1968. Okay. Played 18 times for Scotland, scoring once. Stop. Is it... No, that's preposterous. I'm not even going to say that. No. <laughs> Please. Stop you before. No, no, okay. no. Is it Paolo Maldini? I was going to say, is it Nigel Quasi? There's no one there, he's that old I am currently the manager of Army United in Thailand. Stop. Gordon Jury. 
No. That's, that's a good guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he I probably played for Scotland more than he that, did, I would he think. Did. So. I think that's yeah. Jury's debut on this show. He would have, this, uh, and he would have scored <laughs> more goals as well. Mm. Um, a team once paid £1.6 million to sign me from Oxford United. Oh, stop. Dale Gordon. No. I know he was English, wasn't he? Dale mm. Gordon. God, yeah. Blimey. He scored the winner at the first football match I ever went to. Did he? Mm. <laughs> I scored two goals in a League Cup final. Wow. I played 245 times for Leicester City. Oh, blimey. Uh, stop. Is it Matt Elliott? Matt Elliott. Ah, oh, okay. Nice. I thought that after the League Cup scene, I wasn't sure. Yeah, well done, Matthew well done. News. Well done. Uh, thank you, Who's uh, Steve. Steve, thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. You're the best. Well done, Steve. <laughs> yeah. uh, any correspondence? We have got some correspondence in the form of the now traditional and much celebrated <laughs> <laughs> question of the week. <laughs> Um, this week, after Jose Mourinho likened Manchester City to a Jaguar with L plates, do any clubs <laughs> remind you of a particular animal? We didn't even get to that one <laughs> with, with Jose's mind game. No, exactly. Week. But we've got to it now, haven't yeah. we? Mm. He's had a busy week, hasn't he? It really has. Has he started a blog? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Darius Vassell. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so here we go. So, yeah, after Jose Mourinho likened Man City to a Jaguar with L plates, do any clubs remind you of a particular animal? Um, Pompey are a horse and cart. <laughs> with one wheel falling off and a drunk riding it that's a dig at Luke I think Charlie po- Timms it's probably fair Pony and Trap mm. yeah. would uh, describe it <laughs> there better there you go yeah. any cockney They're rhyming abs- slangs out there absolute pony uh, I can see the last minute equaliser away at Exeter at the weekend it did. So, yeah, business as usual good point uh, John Bell says oh that was from Charlie Timms sorry John Bell says I'd say United like old yeller a dog everyone loved but now just needs to be put out of his misery <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure United fans would agree with that <laughs> Uh, Andy Palmer with a big contribution. Yeah. A big contribution yeah. on the Twitter, Andy Palmer. Hull remind me of something. Can't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Andy. That's literally what it says. Good. Thanks, Andy. Yeah. Uh, and you've given him a platform. Uh, James Powell said, <laughs> James Powell Twitter says, that Swindon lot are like a bunch of little slugs. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you don't watch The Office or even Alan Partridge. You're probably um, still not listening to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you don't get a lot of this show. Jamie, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to lie to you, Man United fans. You've got a lot of pelters so far this, this week. You're going to get some more because everyone's talking about United. In a way, think of it as showing you, you know, what a big club United are. Uh, Manchester United remind me of an old, once majestic Great Dane who can't stop shit in the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Jamie. I would argue they're more like, is it Daddy Longlegs, where uh, if a Daddy Longlegs had the. Um wherewithal or the actual talents to uh, you know fire out it's, it's oh, that um, has no it's teeth poison. To, yeah. oh that's yeah, right it's a really dangerous animal but yeah. it doesn't have any sort of way of delivering poison it's so, un- it's so unfair isn't it <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like one of those things that might actually be a myth but who knows mm. yeah Lars Eric says Sherwood's Tottenham are a duck-billed platypus because contrary to all logic and appearance they actually work pretty well oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah, that's good I love that um, Brad Wood on Twitter uh, on the, sticking to the Man United theme it's actually, in fact, sticking to the, the May United dog theme for the third time. Mm. May United are a Rottweiler. With the right owner, they can be intimidating and dangerous. Wrong owner, and they're completely harmless. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll finish off with uh, Luke on the Twitter. who says, Stoker like rhinos. Big, clumsy, and constantly breaking people, yet still doing okay. Are rhinos doing okay? No, they're not. I the black rhino went extinct no. recently. Yeah, I don't Ooh. think they are. That's why I picked that one out. Cut off their horns mm. for soup. Yeah, indeed. Interestingly uh, enough, rhinos' horns are made of hair. Mm. Mm. Well, that's any horn, isn't it? It's keratin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's why I don't understand the allure of rhino horns. And to be honest, quite frankly, I find your shoes that you've made out of them, Marcus, <laughs> yeah. quite offensive. Gross. <laughs> Sorry. Worse than what you did to that Danish giraffe. That said, he is very virile now. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> But have you seen me dance in them? <laughs> um, uh, that is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank goodness. Uh, if you want to get in touch for whatever reason, then uh, the email address is show at com and the Twitter is at footballramble. Uh, Pete, Absolute Radio. Uh, there's no uh, Rock and Roll Football Barclays Premier League commentary match. Uh, on Absolute Radio this weekend because there's no Barclays Premier League commentary matches to be commentated upon. Yes. But I am rock- on Rock and Roll Football providing FA Cup goals for you. Are you really? Yep. Get us on there. And may I recommend uh, listening to uh, Taylor and Bestie's Rob Lee special where they spend uh, an hour and a half to chatting to uh, Rob Lee. Oh, right. The True Faith podcast. Very good. Uh, it's nice fun. to, you know. Cool. He doesn't seem to like many European footballers. No. <laughs> Okay. Are you saying that he would, he would vote you, Kip? I probably. think he would probably vote you. That destroys my image of that, <laughs> actually. A little bit, yeah. That is a shame, Luke. Mm. <laughs> I've got no other podcast to recommend. No. Guardian I think they're all rubbish. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I noticed a few people picked up on me saying that you should open an account with betfair.com forward slash football ramble for your free up to £50 bet. You remember this time last week I said you should put the money on Liverpool because you'll make some a pretty penny. Mm. A lot of people picked me up on that before the game. No one's come out and congratulated <laughs> me after. <laughs> Such is the custom. Yeah. Mm. So, so it seems to have killed the nooge. Yeah, well, yeah. Your I've, I've, recommendation. Me and Nuge have got a very tumultuous relationship. I mean, when he was at Pompey, he didn't really do an awful lot, did he? So, it's very, yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah, the it's original odd couple. He'll bounce back. He'll bounce back. But yeah, go to betfair.com forward slash football ramble and open up an account because um, you get up to £50 as a free match bet, which is a very good deal. Very good deal. So Lovely. Go. Lovely old deal. Right, uh, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.